0: Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Welcome to the EM360 Podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is John Arnold, and I'm the principal of J Arnold & Associates, an independent analyst practice providing thought leadership and go-to-market counsel in the unified communications space. In this episode, I'm speaking to Mark Schur, Senior VP of Product Marketing at Intermedia, and we're here to talk about cloud migration as being key to enterprise communications. So, before we get going, I just want to start off with a welcome and hello, Mark. Good to hear you again and be on a podcast with you.
1: Hey, John. My absolute pleasure to be here, and it's great to connect with you again.
0: Terrific. Okay, so same here. And why don't we get uh, started with a bit of a background or about you? I've I've talked about me, but you're the star today. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your role, and then we'll uh, get on to our discussion.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to. So i, I spent my entire career in, in telecom and cloud, starting in the early '90s when enhanced, you know, telephony services were coming out and was fortunate enough to be part of the the voiceover IP uh, revolution and and build products and bring them to market uh, sip trunking early versions of cloud PBX you know all designed to try to help businesses communicate better and so I've been I've been super fortunate to be part of this really fun and, and amazing journey that we've been taking from a from a technology perspective.
0: Yeah, good word, journey, right, Mark? Same for me, I kind of started in this space around the uh, dawn of VoIP. And uh, just when you thought, you know, that was gonna change the world, it's still changing the world, but you know, so many things have come since then. And I, I think that's what keeps it interesting for all of us, right? The new technologies just keep coming. And it's never static, like when you mention a PBX, it's so different to a product that never evolves. And this that's anything but in this world.
1: Yeah, it's it's been a tremendous amount of fun. And and I, I work for a company called Intermedia. And Intermedia is a is a company that was born in the cloud to deliver services to businesses. Yep. We we primarily deliver services to businesses through our, our vast partner channel. And um, really, our, our focus is on cloud based communications, collaboration, and like I said, the, the, you know, my mission hasn't changed helping helping businesses you know communicate better with uh, the people inside the business, you know, people outside the business, um, and that's that's what we deliver with our service, Intermedia Unite.
0: Yeah, well, that that's a good kind of lead up to where we need to go because talking about being born in the cloud i think if there's a one big takeaway we want this audience to get today is that there are really companies that are before the cloud which is the ones we know and have kind of built the legacy systems and then the next generation that are cloud native and are bringing you know total innovation along the way because they don't have the baggage of legacy so let's um help the audience understand what cloud migration needs to look like. And we'll start with really, you know, the big offerings out there. And Intermedia is a strong player as a cloud provider for both what we call UCAS and CCAS, right? Unified Communications as a Service and Contact Center as a Service. So we know that adoption continues to be strong for these platforms, but let's kind of talk a bit about that bigger trend of cloud migration, and then we'll get to the details. So we know cloud is a necessary first step for businesses to modernize their communications, right? So what have you seen during 2022 for cloud adoption? And what does that tell you for how businesses are thinking about the way they invest in technology now?
1: Yeah, that's that's a really great question. Well, I I think to kind of start to talk about 2022 you have to kind of start almost in in 20, right? Because it was uh it was a little it was just a little global pandemic that really forced businesses to rethink their communications and and, and collaboration strategy, right? Before that, telework was uh was a fairly optional endeavor. Um most people went into the office. You needed to uh, you know, chat, instant messaging was was popular in some spaces, but not all spaces. Online meetings weren't really as necessary when everybody was in the office and you could just walk down to the conference room and see each other. Maybe, yet maybe you had some people calling in on a speakerphone, and 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 we we know that for the people calling in on the speakerphone, it was just it was a terrible experience because. you know, the background noise, and if multiple people were talking, you really couldn't participate in the meeting. But that was, you know, it it seems like a long time ago now, but that's kind of how things were. Then, as we all know, we were forced to rapidly change our communications uh, and our collaboration habits. We had to go work from home or work from different places, many, most of us. And the premise Based systems simply couldn't enable that. They just, it wasn't what they were designed to do. Premise based communication systems were installed in offices with phones wired to individual offices or workplaces. They were designed to bring calls into a physical location, deliver calls to people at that physical location. And if you were at that location, it was okay. But when you weren't at that location, it kind of fell apart. And that's when businesses started to understand that a cloud-based solution let them work from anywhere and be just as effective, right? If you're in the office, it'll deliver your calls there. If you're mobile, it'll deliver your calls there. If you're working at home, your calls there. So all of your communications, your phone, your collaboration, your messaging, your meeting now goes with you wherever you go. And I think that was the that was the big push that that business is needed um, more as a necessity you know sadly right um, for the for the world but fortunately these systems exist and and we're able to help so many businesses get through a really really rough patch and now they're you don't go back from that right you, you don't uh, generally go back from a kind of rigid system designed for kind of single location. We're using, a, now you're using a flexible system designed for anywhere. You don't go back to the, the rigid system.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a, that, that's a good way to kind of explain the buildup for this and why things are happening. And, and it's like, okay, so do you feel that we're past the point of whether businesses should look a cloud or not? And now is it just a matter of how quickly can they move along that path? Or do people still need to be sold on it?
1: Yeah, that's a, it's a really good question. Yeah, absolutely, of course. You know, there there are a lot of businesses that are still that still haven't adopted cloud based communication and collaboration for a variety of reasons. Some businesses never needed to send people home for a variety of reasons. Could be regionally. Could could have to do with. Uh, that the line of work that they do. Many businesses are still primarily office office bound. That's okay. And I think I think a couple of things are happening, right? We're we're seeing that the hardware vendors, the vendors who provide and traditionally have provided the phone system simply aren't doing that anymore. And they've migrated their technology to cloud or partnered with cloud-based providers. So I think it's just generally going to be harder and harder to buy continue to buy those type of systems. And so I I think there's also kind of a a belief that says, you know, I bought this system and it's paid for, therefore my communications are free. Well, not really. You know, you, you still have to fix it when it breaks. You still have the, um phone lines that you're paying uh for from the the phone company you probably have a maintenance contract you might have to pay some software assurance licenses you still have to buy other you know ancillary communication features online meetings messaging things like that um, where those are all, usually all provided with a a cloud-based system. And and so for those who, who who believe that their system is is paid off so it's free, generally are still going to save money and increase their their capabilities uh, by moving to a cloud-based system. So there's there's still some education to do there for sure.
0: All right. Well that's why we're doing these podcasts, right?
1: You, so, you
0: yeah. So let let's talk a bit about the two That most people, if they don't know, should know, because cloud communications is really a platform play now, right? It's not so much point solutions. There are a lot of companies, businesses who just buy, hosted VoIP, yes. But uh, the real leverage, I think, for cloud, I'm sure you'd agree, Mark, is that it's a platform play where integration of applications is really what we're after here and that's what provides those capabilities you've been ta- those better capabilities you've
1: been talking about, right? Yeah, absolutely. There, there's so much that you get with an all-in-one solution. Um, you get you get a lot of efficiency, right? When when your communication solution includes your phone system, your 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 messaging, your chat, your file sharing, your online meeting being able to move between those all in one application is much, much more efficient than having to log into multiple applications, uh, jumping over here to do this, and I jump over there to do that, then I open this, and oh, I have a different password for that, and what was my, you you just gain a tremendous amount of efficiency and, and productivity gains because if done correctly, these communication mediums don't always work in, you know, need to work in silos. So I I might be messaging with someone and I want to share a file with them. So to the extent that I can just grab a file, drop it into our instant message. Now we're, we're talking about a file, but no, you know, what we really need to do is we, we want to work on this thing together. So let's hit another button and turn this into a, into a video meeting where we can, we can collaborate together, see each other, Talk to to be able to to move through this different uh, these traditionally different and siloed methods of communication, and now have them all joined together into into the ability to, to have a, a an easy flow between them. You only get that when the the service provider has combined them all together for you. Yeah. So the
0: convenience is pretty easy to understand once you know it's there. But if you're not thinking about it, it may take, as you say, a little bit more education to see that, hey, you can do all this in one place now. So, so the big, the two big platforms, as I mentioned, will be UCAS and CCAS. So let's talk a bit about the adoption trends you're seeing for both. And then, of course, this broader trend of trying to go to market with an integration between the two. So let's first look at each in isolation, what you're seeing there for adoption, and then the momentum you're seeing about going to having matching them together,
1: yeah, that's um, it, it's a it's a really uh, interesting trend that we're seeing right now. And so the debate, I guess, if you want to use the word debate, is between you know what you would maybe say best of breed versus fully integrated, right? And so at the at the higher end of the market, we're seeing uh, the larger enterprise there because of the way services are purchased um, by groups a group might purchase a cloud-based contact center solution. And another group within the same business might buy a cloud-based communication system. And as you go down market, you have less buyers uh, and you have potentially one buyer who really cares about both enabling the employees to communicate and collaborate with each other better and ensuring that the, the business stays connected with their customers and are looking for solutions that can do both, right? And that's what that's what we have developed, right? We have developed a solution where everyone in the business can have the same, let's call it, baseline communication capabilities. You know, like I said, you know, phone capabilities, instant messaging, file sharing meeting. And then those that are customer facing, well, they get a couple extra buttons in their app so they can log in and and start taking customer calls, taking customer emails based on lots of different criteria, you know, based on their skill set and their expertise and, and uh, you know, instant message and chat with customers, but all in the same application. The really cool thing is they're not siloed anymore. And that that's kind of how it traditionally was, right? Where the, the folks that are on the front lines and, and, and taking, you know, these, these customer interactions we're siloed on different systems and the pe- the rest of the people in the organization. I called into a customer service organization because I needed help with something. And I talked to someone and I said, hey, this, you know, I'm not really getting what I, I need from you. Would it be okay if I talked to your supervisor? Mark, I would, I would personally love for you to be able to do that. But we're on different systems and I, I literally have no way to get you there. I can have that person call you back. I can have them email you. But I have no actual way to to transfer you there. How many times have we heard that? They're not making that up. They're not they're not trying they're not trying to get rid of you and their supervisor isn't trying to ignore you. They're literally on different platforms. We've solved that problem, right? By integrating the the customer-facing folks with the folks, the rest of the folks in the business all into, into one service.
0: Yeah, well, that's a big problem to solve. And and I'm sure it's one of those, you know, aha moments because they've thought only in terms of silos, right? now you're showing them, no, you can put these together. And uh, that's pretty good. So it does address some pain points as well, you know, provides the new capabilities. That's great. But um, let's talk a bit about what drives um, the businesses to adopt, because I think you've already mentioned, you know, the SMB, Buyer is a little bit different profile and driver than an enterprise buyer. And I think the starting point for a lot of this, of course, is trying to save money. And what do we have to explain or talk about here that takes this conversation beyond cost savings?
1: Yeah, I I think it's it's really about taking great care of your customer. Right? I think that's where that's where the conversation has to start, right? Because it is wildly more inexpensive to keep a customer and keep them happy than to go find a new customer to replace that customer. So for the businesses that are really concerned about, about making sure their customers are well taken care of and happy. So what, what is that? What, how do you make a customer happy? Well, you efficiently and quickly re, um, respond to them through, through whatever channel they've decided to contact you, voice, uh, online chat. Maybe they text message you. So so you 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 first allow them multiple different ways to reach you because not everybody wants to pick up a phone and call. Some want to have asynchronous conversations. So you enable that. Second, you make sure it gets to a, a person that can handle their their interaction and help them, help them quickly resolve their issue. You know, I think that that alone makes most people pretty happy. So then then you have to think about the people who are taking those interactions. Have we made it easy for them to work from wherever they need to work to receive these interactions, to, to bring them the information they need quickly so they can do their job and help the customer? Can they get help from other people in the organization easily and quickly to do their job, right? Is your organization focused on the customer? If so, that means, it's kind of weird to say, but that means everyone in your organization is is in customer service, right? It doesn't mean everyone in the organization is taking the call or or answering the email. If you have a solution that allows the people on the front lines to get information from the rest of the organization quickly, subject matter experts, for example, again, this all goes back to helping satisfy that customer, helping that customer interaction go quickly and smoothly, that's a good thing. Will it, will it save you money? Yeah, ultimately we believe because again, happy customers tend to stick around, unhappy customers don't, and then you have to go replace those customers and it could cost you 10 times as much to go replace that customer as, as keep them happy.
0: So are they thinking that way as a matter of course, or is This is something you have to kind of bring them around to see. It's so easy to just fall on the crutch of cost savings because telephony is a big expense and that's all they really want to talk about. So I just want to get a sense, Mark, from what you guys see is, are are they thinking that along those lines more strategically about this or are they still kind of stuck in that legacy, you know, silo, you know, this is expensive service, uh, you know, kind of mindset.
1: You know, when you think about why the phone system was invented, why contact center software evolved, it was all about it was all about saving money, creating efficiencies, right? Being hyper efficient with routing, and how fast can we bring a call to an agent? How quickly can they get the customer off the phone? How quickly can we get the next interaction to them? How can we schedule them in a way that's most efficient? Um, it was all about really getting the customer. Uh, it was it was all about a how, having the customer self serve so they wouldn't get to an expensive resource. And then it was about how how fast can we get them the customer away from that expensive resource. I do believe there has been and there will continue to be a shift around instead of how 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 quickly and how inexpensively can we deal with this. It's how can we provide this customer a a quality experience and keep them as a a happy customer for as long as possible? I do believe that shift is happening. If you believe that, you know, we're going to be, you know, kind of charging into some very uncertain and, and choppy, you know, economic times, you might also then believe that customers are going to be much more picky and choosy with how they spend their money. If it's in a little shorter supply and who they spend their money with, so I think you know you could also then kind of make the logical connection to now is a great time to think about how you're taking care of your customers. What are you doing to make sure that they're they're happy uh, and, and well taken care of? So I think I think the shift in mindset will continue, and it could even be um, you know kind of propagated and pushed forward faster through kind of like I said some challenging economic times.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm glad you you mentioned that, Mark, because you know we are, you know, heading out of 2022, and you know we don't we don't know what the future holds, but clearly, uh, you know, there's going to be economic weakness, and like you say, they'll be more careful with what they spend their money on, And, and you know, coming back to what I asked about earlier about well, how price conscious are they, and are they just going to become even more price conscious when we go into this year versus the mentality you're talking about you know thinking about keeping your customers happy not giving them a reason to switch and being easy to do business with that's what we want to be doing do you see a different kind of flavor of that in enterprise versus small business i mean is it a different kind of buyer profile
1: Oh sure. Yeah, I mean the, the the as you go up market, um the into the larger enterprise, the 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 buyers have for sure different criteria than than smaller businesses uh, and that's that's to be expected. You have people who are more focused on kind of niche areas in the business where where in the smaller business you have people who have to look across the entire business and make decisions. I just want to kind of go back to to one one thing you mentioned. All businesses want to save money, right? And, and I think as, as we go into 23, I think that's going to be even more and more important. The, the good news is, generally speaking, cloud-based collaboration, cloud-based contact center will save you actual dollars uh, and cents on the, the bottom line, right, when, when compared to a premise-based system. And then you also get all the other benefits of, you know, being able to take care of your customers or having your employees working from anywhere, being able to bring multiple things together that really you couldn't bring together anymore to add a lot of efficiency in your business or efficiency in how you take care of your customers. So you get both benefits. There really isn't a downside.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, we, we live this all the time. So we certainly see that. I mentioned pain points earlier, and this will help get us to kind of wrapping up here. Do you feel that the, the buyers out there have reached a point where holding on to legacy is, is maybe becoming more of a liability than an asset for them? Like you say, oh, it's paid for, everything is free now, but are they seeing the pain points it's causing in terms of the constraints for not being able to things, do the things they need to be doing now?
1: Yeah, I think that you know, as, as as millennials are a bigger and bigger part of the workforce, they they expect to be able to communicate through multiple different different channels concurrently. Premise based systems really don't let you do that. Um, as people want the flexibility, and I don't, I don't think the, I don't think the work from home genie is going back in the bottle anytime soon. So as as people want and need the flexibility to work from from home. As businesses look at hiring people in other geograph, you know, geos compared to where you know, when when everyone worked in the office, everybody had to work within driving distance of the office. Now you have the ability to recruit people from virtually anywhere. You can find the right person with the right skill set at the right cost. That doesn't have you know, happen to luckily work within driving distance of some location, right? You'll be able to take advantage of those when you move to the cloud. So um, I think I'd go back to kind of a, a, a word that I used earlier, which is flexibility. I think that businesses will will, will find that they need the flexibility in their communication systems to allow them to be ultimately successful and, and do the things they want to do compared to the kind of the rigidity that you would have with a premise-based system. And look, the, the pandemic was really just a very big business continuity problem, right? But we have other business continuity problems. Terrible uh, hurricanes in, in in the South, a snowstorm keeps your people out of, the, out of the office for a week. You know, you say, well, gosh, you know, we don't need... A, a cloud-based solution because everyone works in the office. I'm, I'm not sure about that. What, what about the person who has a sick kid and, and needs to, you know, can't be in the office, but needs to try to keep working? What happens when the, the suite above you has a water leak and floods your office and there's fans and dryers in there for a week and no one can come into the office? You need the flexibility to keep business running. And that's what you get with a, a cloud-based solution.
0: Yeah, well said. Yeah, Mark, I think that's a good, uh, a good landing spot for our uh, wrap up here. Uh, I agree with you wholly, certainly from, you know, all the different things I see out there and the events I go to and the vendors I work with and flexibility has become one of those watchwords now. So uh, I'm totally with you on that, that, um, you know, again, that legacy Model that is as you say it's it's inflexible, it doesn't adapt very well sooner or later that's going to become problematic and and I think that to me is going to be one of those moments where it's like we can't keep doing things this way anymore it's costing us customers it's costing us money and and at that point, I think they run not walk to the cloud right
1: yeah that that's what we think and that's why we're here to to help educate businesses, help them understand what their options are, uh, how, we can, how we can help them, how we can help um, transform their business. And it doesn't have to be, a, you know, it's not a revolution, it's an evolutionary transformation. You, there's just certain things that you'll, you'll be able to do that you couldn't do before that will help your business, help the people in your business be more productive and, and, and collaborative and, and help you connect better with, uh, with your customers. And, and those are those are two things that most businesses actually really do care about. No
0: doubt. And that should keep driving, you know, cloud uh, growth and you know growth for you too, of course. So with that, Mark, uh, I want to thank you for your insights on today's topic. and of course, thanks to all who have listened to our conversation. If you would like more information on what we've discussed today, First of all, make sure you go and visit Intermedia at Intermedia.com. And we'll be back next week here with another episode in our podcast series. Until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all the major platforms. Follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and on LinkedIn And for more great daily content, head over to the website at em360tech.com. And with that, I'll thank you for listening. I'm John Arnold. And Mark, a last word to you, and we'll be over.
1: Yeah, thank you for the, the great conversation. I thoroughly enjoyed it.